Welcome to another episode of the podcast A Chat with Agatha. My name is Agatha Langer and I am a relationship coach. I help women save their relationship without the expensive and time-consuming therapy, even if their partner is not on board. Yes, you heard me right. Even if your partner doesn't want to talk, doesn't want to open up for it, an honest conversation, even if he does not want to take part in any kind of retreats or couple counseling, therapy, you name it. Even if you're sitting here listening to me and thinking, well, it's my husband who has the issues, right? He should be taking care of those issues. I'm okay. I mean, I have issues too, but his issues are bigger. So he should be the one who is making an effort. And if he doesn't want to do any of that, and on the other side, If you do, if you want to make an effort, then you're in the right place because I'll show you exactly how to do that step by step. And what I want to talk about today is building an identity that supports having fulfilling and healthy relationships. And if you have been a part of a healing relationship blueprint program or Maybe you're thinking about joining us, which by the way, the program is open for another two days. So you have a chance to hop in, hop on board and be a part of a beautiful and wonderful group of women who are going through very similar problems and um, and kind of working together toward resolving them, getting to those to the root cause uh, of the issue and removing it. This is exactly what I specialize in. And this is the journey that I take women on. But I digress. Coming back to what I wanted to uh, talk about today, uh, building an identity. So you will see that in my programs, I stress building a new identity, empowering identity a lot. I stress that a lot. I put a lot of focus on it. And why do I do that? Because what you have to realize that whatever it is that got you to this point, and you're probably in a conflict right now in your relationship, right? You're probably in, in a deep emotional pain. You're probably just frustrated to the point of exhaustion and not knowing where to go. You probably feel stuck, not knowing what your next step is. And if that relationship is even, even can be saved, right? You might be wondering. So whatever it is that got you to this point cannot bring you out of the trouble cannot it's almost like you're inside a box because you have certain uh, subconscious beliefs or skills or approach to life right and that box is is keeping you inside it's keeping you stuck so what you need is something that's outside that box and i think that was albert einstein who who said something along the way that the, the level of consciousness that created the problem cannot solve the problem. So, so what it means, and I'm just paraphrasing, I don't think this is exactly how, it, how, it, how he said it. Whatever uh, level of consciousness created the problem is not able to solve it, right? So you have to reach outside your comfort zone. You have to reach outside what you know to kind of pull in that the new information, new data, or new just new keys to saving your relationship, and that's why, um, and that's why I put so much stress on 
creating new identity. And you might be thinking, well, what's my identity? Well, well, we all have one. We have actually a few, even a few of them, because if you're a mom, one of the part of your identity is being a mother, right? If you're in a relationship, part of your identity is being a partner or a wife. Um, if you if you are uh, employed somewhere or, or employee is a part of your identity. But now when I look back at back when my relationship was at a brink of a divorce, was totally falling apart and I wasn't sure how it was all going to go. When I looked the identity back then that I carried, if I were to give it a name, it would be like poor Agatha. And why do I say that? Because back then I had that approach to life and that kind of understanding that life was happening to me, that I didn't have any control over it, that it was just like very much random, that everything that was happening around me had had influence on me. And yes, it did because I didn't know how to live otherwise. And I'll show you exactly what I needed to do to create that new identity. But coming back to that old identity so I can so you can fully understand what kind of approach toward life and my beliefs were at that point. Well, first of all, I didn't even believe that I that I deserved um, to be in a good relationship, that I des- that I deserved to have a partner that supported me. I demanded it. It was almost forced. It was expected. But really, on, deep on the inside, when I examined those beliefs, I realized that I, I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel worthy of somebody supporting me or valuing me. And when my husband did, or when he maybe gave me something like praise, I wasn't even able to accept it. It, it's, it was almost like it was bouncing off my energy field and just I didn't see it, I didn't feel it, yet I demanded uh, that acceptance, I demanded that he appreciates me, right? There, w- there was a lot of that subconscious, uh, those subconscious beliefs that were, um, that were very almost like aggressive toward, toward me, toward my life, toward the relationship. Not only that, I didn't believe that healthy relationship existed to begin with. I came from a childhood where my parents fought a lot like a lot and that was a lot of times it was a violent so I thought my understanding was that that was just like how life looked like right and what you also have to understand that whatever family or circle you're in so let's say my parents right that was my environment they were attracting people very much like them into their um, into their life so their friends were also the ones who would like fight all the time who didn't really know or have that respectful relationship so it was not even my not only my parents but their circle that I was observing as well and that belief inside of me um, was formulated that happy relationships don't exist that they are like a unicorn like a fairy tale and that's why I was so attracted to all those homework movies where they just like find each other and they just support and complete one another, right? Like you're my other half, which is, fun, which is by the way, 
BS um, because if you're looking for somebody else to complete you, then that just means that you don't see that you're a whole to begin with. You don't see yourself as a complete person on its own. So there is some digging that needs to be done right there. So um, the part of that identity that I also carried was total lack of any communication skills, any self-introspect, any kind of looking at me and, and saying, okay, what's going on here? It was more like this back and forth between something is happening, somebody said something, and then it affects me directly and I'm reacting, right? So it was just very much of that life of reactivity. Something's happening and there I am usually defending myself or putting out fires. There was very little of that creating my life and just having a vision and holding it and not being um, not being brought off balanced when something bad happened. That also is the life of codependency, right? And I know we usually think codependent as far as relationships goes. Yes, and I was very much codependent because first of all, I demanded that my husband brings me happiness. And that's why I started I started um, parenting him, right? Meaning telling him how he should behave because if this behavior didn't work for me because it made me unhappy, then you need to change and alter it a little bit so that I can be happy, right? So, so here was my life. I was trying to shape my circumstances around me to fit my agenda. And so that they would serve as my source of happiness. And that is living life in disempowerment and in codependency. Because whenever you try to control circumstances that are out of your control, such as your partner or really just the life happening on the outside of you, and if you try to control it so that it can bring you happiness, then that is the life of disempowerment and codependency, something that you don't have influence over. You think you do, but you really don't because we don't have control over another person. We sometimes think we do. I thought I did, right, over my husband, but I really didn't because he was a free person and I never could acknowledge that. Um, I thought that another belief that I brought in from um, my childhood was that once you're in a relationship, you gotta just suck it up, do things together and just agree on everything and kind of lose yourself in the process like you're not a person anymore now you're a wife you know you're a partner then your freedom is gone and i was also trying i took away the freedom from myself and i also was trying to take it away from my husband so as you can see that kind of attitude uh that kind of approach with those belief systems with lack of certain skills I created an environment that was that was very unfulfilling, that was very unhappy for me, that was not conducive to any kind of creativity, to freedom of expression, um, to even acceptance of who I was, right? To uh, experimenting, to just experimenting and 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 living the life instead of uh, being a victim of it and being really trapped. That's the environment that I created. 
if I stayed in that place, in that identity of poor Agatha, I would just keep perpetuating the problem and the divorce at that point would be inevitable. It just, it just would have to happen. There was no other way because I was on that trajectory. That was the trajectory to a divorce, to a breakup because I was, the emotional pain was just so deep. It was just so huge that it was pushing me into depression more and more and more. And at that point, there was no way out of it. So luckily it didn't happen for me because it was that huge stroke of enlightenment that hit me, thank goodness, right? And that totally changed that trajectory in which I was heading. And suddenly, instead of looking at my husband for happiness or outer circumstances, I started really examining deeply what was going on the inside of me and I started connecting the dots. And this is where I realized that healing from the past, healing from the past and really building a new identity, the identity that is the empowered identity that takes responsibility for what's happening that is not that reactive but more creative and creates from the inside that was the key to changing the trajectory in which my relationship was heading this is exactly what i offer women when they come here i offer them change the change of that trajectory so that they can totally change the approach from the one of disempowerment to the one of empowerment and really taking control that way. And so that when I say take control, is really not taking control of your environment, but redirecting your energy from the inside by first healing from the past, healing from all the wounds that you have, changing your belief system, which means working with your subconscious mind. Yes, absolutely. And creating that identity that supports building healthy relationships and not just relationships, but just empowered life in general, because it will continue and it will rub off on your career and on your social life and on your health and, and the way that you approach your self-care and, and maybe your health routines. Maybe it's suddenly you have time and you have the strength um, and motivation to fix some healthy meals for yourself or go to a yoga class or actually find a circle of friends that will share the same identities, the same values with you, which is the value of taking responsibility, of being empowered, of not of getting out of that victim mentality that tells you to get stuck and wait for somebody else to come save you because that's exactly who I was I was like well no it's my husband's responsibility he's my husband he should make me happy and besides he is causing all that unhappiness then he should fix it right and that was the the place where I was just uh, a victim really and I was stuck because when, whenever you wait for somebody else to fix your problem, then yes, you're going to be stuck. So I had to turn it around in the other direction and go, okay, what, what is it that I can do here by myself? And this is the approach and attitude that will really, really serve you throughout your whole life in all aspects of your life. 
here is the this is the difference between living from outside in meaning being dependent on what life brings you for your happiness being very much dependent if if the weather is bad then i'm feeling bad if my husband says something unpleasant then it takes me down it makes me spiral into uh, into like depression or or safe loathing or resentment if you can build a sentence or see that pattern in your life when you say if something happens then i will be happy be fulfilled or have less stress so for example well, if my husband goes to therapy, then our relationship is good and it can be saved. If I get a new job, then I'm going to feel very much fulfilled in life. If I get more money, then I'll do, then I'll go and maybe find a new hobby, right? So if that's that correlation of if something happens, then I can change or my life can change, right? So what I did is flipping it like literally flipping it around and going no if i am happy first if i'm fulfilled first then my relationship will follow if i'm fulfilled at my job then i will be absolutely happy but then also other opportunities for maybe a next step or advancement in my job, in my work will happen. So this is living from inside out. And this is how we create our reality. I don't know, you probably, you might have heard of uh, the law of attraction and you might understand this concept. If not, let me just like briefly say so that you, you don't get lost in my words and what I'm trying to say here. The, most of the power that we don't know that we have lies inside of us. And I know it might sound cliche-ish, but actually it's not. Because if you looked at the energetics and of the design of your soul and of your energy, you would understand that everything around you is just an outpicturing of whatever it is that's going inside of you. So if inside of you, you're dealing with a lot of stress, if with a lot of chaos, with a lot of emotional pain that might be connected to your past, right? Then your relationships, your job, your environment is going to look exactly like that. And this is how we create. This is how we create our life and our circumstances. We emit those frequencies that are bouncing off the matrix and coming back to us in physical form and i know it might seem for some of you it might seem very much out there it's like what is she talking about that's that's crazy for some of you it might be like yeah yeah of course that's the law of attraction or i've heard about it i've heard about working from inside out and if this is the first time that you're hearing it that's okay sit with it just be open-minded to okay what if it actually does work like that what if the beliefs that i carry because every single belief that you carry has a certain vibration right every thought that you think carries certain vibration so that this is the question actually that i had to ask myself recently and be like okay what is the quality of my thoughts because i know that there is 
much room for improvement right there with quality of my thoughts. So my recent mantra was, I choose quality thoughts. I choose quality thoughts that I want to think. And then kind of monitoring what it is that goes through my head, that goes through my mind, so that I can be outputting quality thoughts. So do you want to ask yourself a question? What quality of thoughts you carry? Is it the thoughts that carry that resentment and that anger, disempowerment, um, maybe just feeling like you really like your life doesn't make sense? And I know it's hard to just flip your thoughts around. And let me tell you this, a lot of people try. A lot of people, when they hear the law of attraction, positive thinking, right? The power of positive thinking and all that. They're like, okay, I'm just going to change my thoughts, think positive. And unfortunately, I'll tell you from my own experience that it does not work. It actually backfires. And why? Because... A lot of the energy that we carry, that wounding that we carry from our childhood is inside of us and actually um, it almost dominates our thought patterns. It is like that background that produces our thoughts. So that's why what I offer you in my coaching and in my programs is cleaning up all that past, cleaning up, neutralizing it, cleaning up your energy, cleaning up your subconscious mind and all that goes with it. And then when you have a clean slate, you can build a good foundation for your new positive thoughts, for your new outcomes, for just beaming that energy of love and of empowerment so that that creates your reality. And it might seem a lot of, okay, it's nice in, in theory, but what do I do with it? Well, that's exactly where I offer you my program, Healing Relationship Blueprint, that is going to be open for another two days, where I introduce you to a lot of tools, a lot of techniques, a lot of processes that you can implement. I am all about being practical, trust me. Like I love theory and I love knowledge, but the implementation of it is the gold. That's exactly where it happens. So I have a system in my program where I take you from the, uh, the stage of stabilizing or stabilization, right? Where we need to stabilize those emotions so you're not on defense and you're not explosive and we're calming down that your, your um, nervous system a little bit so that you can actually think clearly because right now the way probably that you operate the way I used to operate something happens triggers me and I'm just angry and ready to fight and suddenly my brain is clouded I don't know what I'm doing and 10 minutes later I regret what I've done what I've said because probably that was something nasty something uncalled for something that created more conflict and just added to the fire right like it, it, it was just not constructive, not productive, not creative. But yes, your brain cannot think in creative outcomes or find those creative solutions if you are constantly triggered by anger and resentment and those strong emotions because your brain, it's like it's just like a cloud for your brain. It's like a break that is put on your brain and your brain just can't help you cannot be supportive to what it is that you're trying to achieve 
So in my program, I take you through the uh, stage of stabilizing all that. And then we go deep into healing. Yes, it's deep healing. It's really meeting that the deepest part of ourselves that are neglected, that we don't want to look at, that we don't want to admit that they're there. But guess what? They need to be looked at. And if you're in that place where, okay, where you just can't stand the pain of being where you are and you want to take on the transformative stage, because let's be honest, any kind of transformation is almost like rebirth, right? Creating that new identity, creating that new me, any kind of transformation is a little painful. Let's be honest, because it stretches you. It is going beyond your comfort zone. It's like learning and acquiring new skill. It's becoming a new person. Well, that doesn't just happen like this overnight. There needs to be a process that is put into place. And that goes for anything in your life. Like think about even when you took a new position, right? When you were working for a company and suddenly you were promoted to a supervisor or a manager and there is that learning curve, right, that you had to go through, the part where, uh, where you needed to become that person that could support being a supervisor or a manager, or even being a parent. Oh my goodness, like if you're a parent, you know how much kids or raising kids stretches you, stretches your boundaries and asks you to look, to grow, right, to grow and to develop to grow your consciousness, to, to become a better person for yourself and for your children. Your children teach you a lot of things about you. So that's my invitation for you to come and join me at the Healing Relationship Blueprint program. It's a 13-week journey. It's actually a 10 weeks of um, 10 weeks of lessons and then additional three weeks, which is a bonus that I'm giving you, additional three weeks of support, of coaching, uh, coaching with me, group coaching with me. But hey, if you're at the place where you want to take your power back and you want to lead your life and not be led by your life, then join me. I would love to have you there. And please let me know your thoughts. Please let me know um, about the new identity. What is it that you need to step into? Who do you need to become? That's a great journaling question, by the way. We do a lot of journaling and self-introspection and like just really digging for answers that you have within you. So that's a great journaling question. Who do I need to become for me to support healthy and fulfilling relationship another question great question what do i need to let go of right now so that i can step into that new role of a person who can hold space for myself and for my partner that safe space inside our relationships relationship where we can be still free people we can still express ourselves but we can also coexist as parents because a lot of the journey of healing and the journey of growing your uh, consciousness is the journey of letting go of what does not serve you. And you can even make a list of, okay, what is it that doesn't serve me right now? What is it, what is it that I already have that I already know that supports 
the person that I'm trying to become or that supports the, um, the development of that new relationship that I'm trying to be in? What has to go and what needs to come in so that I can step into that place outside the box, right? And gain the information and the consciousness of a person who can actually solve the problem and not keep creating uh, the issues or the problem or the conflict in the relationship. Let me know about your aha moments. Let me know about your breakthroughs. If you had any from that, from the conversation that we had today, um, I invite you to reach out to me and I hope to see you on the inside of the Healing Relationship Blueprint program. Thank you. Bye.